Some information within the Focus Friday sessions, including guest names, occupations, and locations have been changed for privacy. Each guest has read and agreed to a written general advice warning prior to taking part, and when necessary, have been provided with a link to contact a financial advisor for personal advice after the episode recording. If financial products are mentioned during the episode, no detailed analysis is provided, and if it is suggested, for example, that shares could be sold to pay down debt, it's an option for the guest to consider under the guidance of a qualified financial advisor. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement, PDS, and target market determination, TMD, and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, and I, Glenn James, are authorized representatives of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Welcome to Focus Fridays. My name's Glenn James. I host the My Millennial Podcast here. And I wanted to talk to more people in our Facebook group, our podcast listeners, and just talk about them and maybe be a sounding board for some of their financial goals. It is a general advice session, so we're not getting in the weeds of specific investments or any hardcore product or you know hardcore strategy. It is just a focus session to get dialed in, maybe set some direction with what you're all about. And maybe it is the first time that some of these uh, listeners have talked to someone else about their personal situation. Today, I'm joined by Leanne. She's 39. She's from Adelaide. And we're going to have a lot of fun. Leanne, welcome to the podcast. Are you ready to have a chat with me and focus on you? Absolutely. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Radio, Leanne, part of this uh, focus session, I sent you a, a questionnaire before with a heap of questions just about your personal situation. And one of the requirements for doing uh, these focus sessions was one, I can record it and other people can listen and lurk and hear other people's financial situations. And two, a bit of a charity um, initiative to get people thinking about giving and profiling some different charities. Who was the donation and the charity of choice for you for this call? Um, so I picked Down Syndrome Australia um, because I have uh, have had an affiliation with them and I know the, the fantastic work they do for people living with Down Syndrome. Um, and I work in the disability sector and they put on some wonderful programs, information, resources, amazing resources for parents and for professionals and for people themselves. Awesome. So there you go, everyone. Down Syndrome Australia. You can Google them, flick them some money if that resonates with you. Now, we've got probably about 45 minutes to chat about you. What's your experience been with financial professionals before? Not that I'm a financial professional. I'm just a guy with a microphone. Uh, Absolutely none. Um, Okay. Yeah, absolutely none. I just 
last year got a mortgage broker and that's probably the most finance I've talked to anyone ever. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And, you know, at the end of this um, recording, when we press stop and say, see you later, are there any burning questions that's on your mind right now that you want to maybe bounce off me or ask? Not really. I just I think just a bit of direction. Yep. Um, just, yeah, that's kind of really what I wanted from today because I've been sort of questioning that myself recently of going like, got the job, got the mortgage, like what next, you mm. know, of like, and I'm also 39, as we said, and, um, you know, I feel like I've gotten into this a little bit late. So trying to sort of catch up now as well. Yeah. Now, just talk to me first and foremost, like the last, say, 15, 10, 20 years, like what's that been like for you? Just tell me a little bit about your life and, you know, your experience with housing maybe, like you've said you've got a mortgage. Tell us about your job and your career. How do we get to today? So I've, I spent most of my 20s and early 30s traveling, um, so working and traveling, um, kind of a little bit lost in life and um, it was actually through some of that traveling that I started working with people with disability in the US and sort of gone, yeah, this is what I want to do and, yeah, did a – at 30, decided to go to uni, moved to Adelaide and go to uni, um, did a degree in disability. So that's sort of where my career has now sort of started and so 34, 35 and having that probably career, what I call a career for the first time, so for the last four or five years, that has been sort of working, yeah, utilising, did some more study as well, did some postgrad study and kind of adulting, I think is what I usually call it is, yeah, so because I did that whole 20s and um, of the travelling and I look back now and go, oh gosh, like I think if I um, had some better guidance around finances, like I, I love that and it's, I had that wonderful experience of travelling, but I now look at some of my friends and go, well, you know, they've got they've had a mortgage for some time, they've got an investment property, they've got this and I kind of feel like I'm, yeah, a little bit behind in that. So, um, mm. yeah. And how long have you been in Adelaide? Uh, nine years. Yeah. And would you say you're pretty well established there and happy to stay there? Absolutely, yeah. I love yeah. it here, yeah. What's your friend and family and social network like in Adelaide? Uh, so I have no family here. They are interstate. Um, but I do have some wonderful friendship groups here, um, you know, that are like family. Um, I'm a very social person. Um, so, yeah, and I have lots of friends for lots of different areas of interest. So I've got particular friends who go sporting games with and um, like my, uh, friends who might, might do sort of more physical activities with hiking and that sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, so I am quite social and and I think that's more too because I don't have that family around as well to sort of to mm. bounce off or to spend time with. So, yeah. If I gave you like a like my pen here as a magic wand and I said anything that you would want in your life tomorrow and I could grant that, what do you reckon that would be? Oh, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I can't even sort of think of anything that, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's that's fine. I mean, a lot of people might not be able to. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it might even speak to that point about you wanting some direction. So maybe yeah. like, and we can go through the the financial stuff, but yeah, a lot of the time we can feel like we're coasting if we don't have any, and like I'm, I'm not heaps big fan of goals, quote unquote. I like yes. direction and, yes. and you've yeah. said that word, like I want to head in this direction. And yeah, I think possibly 
there could be a, a focus that needs to happen in your life about, well, what do you want the next two years to look like? What do you want the next five years to look like? And at least all our money stuff, because, you know, you've got a good income, you know, you've got a little bit of savings in the bank, all that stuff. But I think once we plug in some direction, the money will be able to support your direction and goals in your life. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, let's let's just go through and I'll ask some questions about the kind of hard um, money stuff. So your income, you said you're self-employed. Talk to me about that. Is that through a company structure or sole trader, your own ABN? Both. Um, so okay. I, do, I do subcontract to someone um, and then I also have my own private clients. So I subcontract to two uh, organizations and then, yeah, I have private ones of my own through my own ABN. Yeah. Okay. So, but the, your own ABN, like you don't have a company, like it's no. just all your ABN. Yeah. So yeah. you've got a variety of income sources attached to that ABN. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And how long have you been self-employed? Uh, just over three years. And how often do you get paid from the various clients that you've got? Uh, it's usually flight. So from my main, um, the main person I subcontract to, it's weekly. Um, and I usually, so when I put invoices to my private clients, it's usually weekly as well. So, but it obviously goes up and down because how I get paid is through uh, NDIS and NDIS plan managers. So it depends on how they process it, that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, so it can fluctuate from, very much fluctuates from week to week. That one week you might be this and then the next week it might be quite low and, yeah. Now, you've, you know, my question, I ask people how to to rate that um, you've got a budget and you can control what you spend from one to 10, 10 being you're the best person in the world, one probably needs work. Uh, Now, you've put one there. Was that an error or a legitimate (laughs) one? It's a, I, I, I am a single 39 year old with a good income and no children. Mm. So I have disposable income that I use. And so it's good. I've worked hard for it. I know I've worked hard. And I think that's sort of when I justify it, but I'm now like, I, I need to not be doing this as much. And I think that I could be doing things a lot better, um, a, a lot better, but yeah, I don't have a budget and I don't sort of, I don't think about it. And I, th- I think it's a sort of a carry on too. Cause I, when I was at university, I was 30. So I had, you know, I had a car loan, I had a credit card and I'm trying to do full-time uni, but then also trying to work a little bit. So I went from having this state government job to then going to probably about a third of what I was earning. And so I had to sort of really skimp on things and cut back on things. And then you finish uni and you get that job and you've got that money and you're like, yeah, let's, I'm going to just sort of do this. And, and it's just sort of continuing on because I can. And I'm like, that's where I'm like, I need, yeah, having some direction what to what to do with it so that, you know, um, as I said to you, you know, I'm taking out my new kayak tomorrow. So, you know, it's yeah. a, that I did that, like, you know, I'm like, oh, I want a kayak. I did it. And, like, mm. and I, I'm very, for, I know I'm very fortunate in that position, but I'm also, yeah, I want to be doing something a bit more worthwhile and stuff as well. So on the uh, lack of budget and I guess money structure, I'm putting words in your mouth there. Um, like once you finished uni, you got into like your new career and all that, has it been this thing hanging over your head like, oh, I really need to get this sorted one day or have you just been living and ah, whatever, it's all good? Like talk to me about that. Has there been any of this overhang like I really need to get this sorted next minute, five years later, it still isn't done 
No, it's probably only been about the last 12 months that I've kind of just gone, okay, you know, I need to, because then I started, I was obviously then looking to buy um, and then I bought um, like six months ago. So, um, yeah, that I kind of, and that I think that really kicked it in actually is buying mm. and going, you know, going, okay, well, what's next type thing, you know, it's a mm. social norm of like, oh, you know, I've got the job, got the, got the house, well, what's, you know, What's yeah. next? And so, yeah, so it only has been sort of maybe the last 12 months. I'm actually quite proud of my, I went that When I saw this, I was like, oh, this is actually really good for me to, and for me to not yeah, do it. Yeah, just get some focus. Yes. Yeah. And not do it five years down the track because that probably, if I hadn't got this, in, like, you know, seen this, I, it'd probably be mm. another five years. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And talk to me about your banking account structure. Like, how many accounts do you have and what's the structure? So I have my main account, I have like a, what I call my business account, which is just a bank account that all my invoices come into and that I use to for any like, business purchases. Um, and then I pay a wage into my um, everyday account. And then I have a tax and super account as well, putting that away um, for tax time because I work for myself. Um, so I make sure I, I'm, uh, yeah, I absolutely make sure I put that away. It's tax and super for myself all the time. Um, I don't want to fall in that hole. Um, and then I have... Yeah, a couple of savings accounts as well. So an emergency account and a travel savings account as well. Yeah, yeah. And how much do you, like, is it a set automated amount every week from the business account? No, it's a, I just kind of decide each week how much I'm going to pay yep. myself. Yeah. Um, and then if I run out, then I, um, then I just add more in. Yeah, yep, yep, that's fine. How much would you say is sitting in the quote unquote business account at the moment in terms of cash? Um, five grand, I think at the moment. Um, and that's just because I've in the last week I've had Some actually, a whole, whole bunch of invoices being paid. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, how much is sitting in the tax account? Um, that is about just over twenty thousand. Yeah. Um, and that was that was twenty five. Yesterday, but um, I've actually just paid off my help debt um, yesterday um, because I didn't want to. Awesome. Yeah, it was going to come out anyway. And That's so right, when yeah. I spoke to my accountant, I said, can I avoid the indexation by paying mm. it early? Yeah. So, yeah. And how much? So the super account, is that a, a separate bank account where you are putting money in there and then you move it to your super fund every now and again? Just talk to me about that. Yes. So the tax and super account, I work out off the um the ATO app and just sort of yep. work out what tax super and help debt amount I need to put aside. Um, and then I actually then put away, um, then I have a monthly direct debit that goes to my super. From that separate from super that, account? From that tax and super account. Oh, okay. So it's the one account tax It's the one super. account, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And is that debit to super, is that an automated thing or do you manually do that every month? No, it's automated, yeah. And how much a month are you putting in super? So that's five hundred um, because my um, the the main people I subcontract to they pay super as well. So oh, cool. Yeah, that's, that's cool. So it's five hundred a month automatic from the tax and super account. Yeah. And you've told me the emergency fund account is about thirteen hundred dollars ish. Yeah. Still the same. Yeah. Um, and there's about thirteen hundred dollars in the holiday savings account. Yeah, they're about fifteen hundred as of today. Yep. Radical. Uh, and then you've got 6000 in a home savings account for repairs and strata and all that stuff. Yeah. 
So you've effectively got three savings accounts. Yes, sorry. Yes, I did. Yeah, I forgot to mention yep. that one. So that was sort of the savings account I was using when I was saving for my um, deposit. Um, yep. And then since then, um, I basically with the rent and what I was saving combined, I'm still putting into that account to cover mortgage and then just to build it up um, for, for, yeah, you know, just an emergency that happens and just not knowing that I've got that or if it's a strata emergency payment or something, then I've, I've got it there. Yep. Awesome. Uh, you've got a Corolla worth 14 grand, which you own outright. Yeah. Good stuff. No other uh, toys, no investment properties. I'm just having a look here. Talk to me about the credit card. So the credit card's a $500 one that I think I've just had forever and I think there's about $440 owing on it. Um, so why do you have the credit card? <laughs> and it's not a load of questions. It's just like, I mean, $500, we're not changing the world with $500. I know. Credit. I think I historically had it because it was that whole thing of having credit, you know, and having that credit record. And I think it's just been a, a hangover from that. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I look at it and go, why don't you just pay it? And then I forget and don't. So yep, yeah, yep. no, that's, yeah. Um, Host Plus, you said is your super fund. Yeah. How much in that super account? Uh, I think I looked the other day very quickly. I think it was at 170000 Yeah, great. So that's quite a healthy balance. And do you, do you know off the top of your head what investment option it's in? Good question. Um, no, unless it comes up. No, that's right. It's probably the default balanced. Now, your home, did you put about 10% into that or 8%? No. Um, T- talk to us about the home. It's worth 380 Yep. And you've got 350 owing. Yep. So I um, I used the Home Start loan um, in South Australia to enter the market. So it's a graduate loan. So it was 3% sure. deposit and no LMI. Um, and so that was, I sort of, yeah, took advantage of getting into the market and the place I bought, um, I feel like I, I got in at a moment where properties around it had sold for 20,000, 30,000 more. Um, and yeah. I, yeah, I think I just sort of hit this little bit of a market where it dropped a little bit, um, and, yeah. and got this place. So yeah. And I, that one was sort of my, my way in and, um, yeah, because we had a look at some other ones and that one was just the one that was best. You said we, who was looking? Mortgage with broker. Yeah, cool. Um, you said you settled six months ago. Yeah. So the interest rate, 7.89%. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yes. Um, I mean, thankfully, you don't have a huge mortgage. You've got a $350,000 mortgage. I'm probably at some point going back to the mortgage broker and asking me if they can send someone out to value the property because, you know, you might be at a n- around a 90% LVR now, so there could be some actual other options to refinance out of Homestar. Yep. Um, yes. So He's, we've, we've definitely spoken about that around at the moment that I can get out of Homestar because it is, it's, and he's talked about that, that Homestar are aware that people are not in it for the long term. They use it to get into the market. So the moment yep. that I can get out of it, yeah, Um I would definitely be doing that because I know and it is more, but it is a government loan um, and I understand that that's how it works and I took that chance, but it, I've also felt it was my chance to get into the market as well. And 
Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a good stepping stone and that's what, like, we just have to pay attention yeah. and, you know, not be paying 8% when we can probably get five and a half, six at yeah, the moment. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's all good. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to start to talk about some possible solutions that Leanne can uh, get some focus and direction on in her life. We'll be back right after this. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Radio, we are back. Now, your apartment, is that uh, two bed, two bath, one car? What's the apartment? Two bed, one and a half. Is that what they call when it's just a toilet? Toilet and a sink, yeah. yeah one and sure. a half, yeah. yeah. Um, one carport. It's only attached to in one other townhouse um, on a block of 14. Do you, like, you want some direction, but, like, do you have any things or financial goals that are like, you said you've just bought a new kayak and you've got a travel fund. Like, where do you want to travel to next? Um, well, I'm going to Cambodia at the beginning of June. Um, so I do, yeah, so making sure I just sort of have that aside. I'm also like, it's part of why I do that too is because I do work for myself. If I don't work, I don't get paid. Um, so you're just yep. having that, putting that money aside too. Um I think the other thing I'd like to do is sort of build up more because obviously I don't have holidays, you know, I don't get holiday pay and all that sort of stuff. So just making sure that I'm spending less so that there is more money in the business account for those holiday times. I guess it's that future thing too around um, where to put my money, like, you know, with like, do I do it with shares? Do I do it with like investment property? What do I sort of aim for? Because um, I don't have children. I'm, I, I don't want children. So like it is just me and, and you know, maybe looking at setting up my nieces and nephews as well. So that that's, mm. uh, that's a plan one day um, so that they, anything that I have, they can then have um, eventually. So, um, but it's, yeah, I think it's, I keep going back to that sort of, and it's a, cause I, I hate social norms, but it's that lack of the career mm. and the job, you know, and then the house and it's like, you know, well, what, what, you know, what do I, what do I do next? And I think that's really what sort of sparked all this is that, you know, I, I, I kind of go, well, what do I, you know, what do I do next? And mm. um, also scared, um, but because I don't know and I sort of, mm. yeah, 
very uneducated around this on on finance stuff and no 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 that's that's and historically fine. I've never been good with finances so like even when I was buying a place my friends said to me they're like how can you afford that you know because you do all this stuff and I think because they know like you know in that disposable income of I go on holidays I'm always out doing things and mm. um that yeah I think if I had more purpose to that as well and you know knew where to put it or what to do then you know there might be less of that spending. How much control, like you're, you're self-employed, how much control do you have over your calendar? Complete. Yeah, yeah. So like you could literally have a three-day weekend every week if you wanted to? Yes, I do try to take Fridays off to have a three-day weekend. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah but sweet. like doesn't always happen. So today I've been working all morning. I've got another client after this. Um, so it doesn't always work like that but it does but in saying mm. that this because it's school holidays it's been a bit of a lighter week next week is a much lighter week because you know people go away or they don't want to sort of engage in um in sessions mm. while it's school holidays which is fair enough so yeah it is a but there is not a shortage of my work either so I, I'm never too worried about having a lack of clients you know mm. or referrals um because we do yeah we are in high demand and have wait lists for um, my type of work so Yep, yep. Um, so most people, when I talk to them, and I'll just share my screen, have you ever seen this diagram here, the Sound Financial House? Can you see that? Yeah. Have you seen that before in the Facebook group yes. or anything yeah. like that? Yeah. Yep. So basically you mentioned like I need to be doing something, you know, perhaps do I do shares or whatever, right, which is cool because we have to invest for the future. You know, a lot of people have different lifestyle goals. And for you, like your lifestyle goals, it could be I want to travel three times a year, like whatever that is, right? Um, you don't need to worry about your own children's education. So that's like the walls of the house. And then the, the slab of the house is superannuation, which you've got a really good, strong slab. But at the moment, the foundations holding up your house are not heap strong and probably need some work. Uh, would that be a, a fair comment looking at those four yeah. things? 100%. Yeah. So so foundation one, a spending plan. Um, so that doesn't exist in your life at the moment. And it's fine. Like when I see people in your situation, it's a lot worse when they're in your situation and they've got heaps of consumer debt. Yeah. Like that's really wild. You, you're at base camp now with no debt and we can start and take off. It's not as if you jumped on the phone I've got a house, I'm single, I've got good income. We don't have to spend the next two years getting out of debt, right? So that's a real positive um, in this situation. Foundation two, cashed up and debt free. You, yeah, and that's not including the mortgage. I mean, I'm probably ditching the credit card tomorrow um, if that was me. Um, you don't have a car loan. Are you happy with the car? Yes, I think it suits my needs at the moment. Um, that I would like yeah. to eventually sort of upgrade a little bit to be able to at least yeah. be able to maybe tow something or um, that sort of stuff. But yeah, it's sort of, but it'll probably be a thing where my car's starting to die and then I um, do it then. Sure. Uh, Foundation three protection plan. So at the moment, if you couldn't work due to accident or illness, uh, what happens with your money? Um, good question. Um, yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, I know this is one area that I need to look at. Yeah. And this is just, you know, housekeeping. Yeah. So 
at the end of this call, I'll send you an email and introduce you to probably Sky Wealth and they just do income protection, disability cover because as you know as good as anyone, the NDIS will help, right? If you became disabled, it'd be a difference for you to be able to clear the mortgage tomorrow and have your current income keep coming in and still get the help of the NDIS, right? So absolutely NDIS, it's life-changing for a lot of people. But, you know, if you're injured and you can't work for six months or a year, NDIS isn't coming in. So we need to make sure that the income can keep coming in uh, with some income insurance. And finally, Foundation for Wills and Estate Plan. Uh, Do you have any wills or estate planning documents? No, and this is something that, because I I previously it's really only been my super, um, but now that I have a mortgage, that is something that I I feel I do need to look into because if something was given, you know, said don't have a partner, don't have children, so it's, who who would that go to? And realistically, you know, I'm in the same boat, like, the will isn't as important as the power of attorney. Yeah. Like if something happened to you, we need to make sure that a, a, a trusted friend or family member can step in, make some decisions or sign on your behalf or, you know, just get all that sorted. So, I mean, they're kind of the first foundations that we need to look at. And realistically, at the moment, I couldn't say to you, yep, yeah, absolutely, do $300 a month into a share portfolio, go for it because we need to make sure that everything else in your life is spoken for. We need to make sure that you're allocating $200 a week savings for the holiday fund. Because I think, you know, you've got the kayak, you're going to Cambodia. That's an adventurous type vibe. (laughs) There's people that are like, oh, I don't have a kayak and I'm going to France. Like it's just a, you know, so that personality in you is the adventurer and all that stuff. So what I'm probably seeing is we need to get your money system flowing and happening and automated. I would probably, you know, challenge you and say, in your situation, how do you make the rule in your life over the next 12 months, there are two and a half or three international trips? Yeah. Because you've got the money, you don't have anything to tie you down. Ducking over to Cambodia or Southeast Asia, that's not expensive. Yeah. And I dare say some of your work and you can keep the ball rolling with work while you're over there. Yeah, some of the admin side of things, yes, reports and yeah. Yeah, like even yeah. if it's every three months I do two weeks overseas. You don't have to tell all your suppliers and all that that you're away. It's just, oh, I'm booked out for these or, you know, yeah. I'm making some grand assumptions. But all I'm saying, you're in a very unique position where you do have money, you're not tied down with debt, you've got time and you've got autonomy in your life. So why not maximize this? And that's kind of the first thing I'd probably look at doing. So let's talk about your business account. What we need to do is, and after this, I'm going to write down some notes here. After the call, I'm going to email you uh, the Glenn James Spending Plan. This is our online course that I run. There's like 17 videos and I basically teach you how to manage your money and set it up in an automated way, right? So I want you to do the online course. There's a spreadsheet that you download. The first tab of the spreadsheet, you just put your income in. The second tab of the spreadsheet, you put all your expenses in. The third tab of the spreadsheet will tell you how much to put in what account each week. So because 
you're, you've, you've got the bone set up, but we just need to yeah. automate it. So what I'm probably doing is getting to the point where, and I'll make a number up, 1,200, if you, and I'm just making this up, you'll have to do the numbers. If you set an automatic payment from the business account to your everyday account of $1,200 a week, right? Every single week, automated. The business account, it will fluctuate. There's a bit of a float in there. We might say that we always want to have at least a five grand float in the business account, right? Then we want to automate our percentage to tax. And because your income around 130 at the moment, it's probably going to be pretty stable on that. Am I right? Like it's not going to jump up to 200 next year and then back down to 80. Like it's, it should be pretty it's- stable. Yes and yeah, yeah. I think it will be eventually because yeah. I did my postgrad study. So then it jumped down because I didn't, and I was only I was working less than the year before, and then it sort of jumped up the next year because I was working more. Mm. And this year I've probably worked more again. So I think this financial year, it because it, honestly at the end of the day, it's how much work I take on. If I take on more work, then obviously going to have more. So I think in the next probably two to three years, it'll probably start to even out a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 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 And are you paying your tax quarterly yet? Yes. Yes. So how, what are they, are they telling you like uh, five and a half grand a quarter or something? Yeah. I think it might've been a bit more than that. Yeah. Seven, six, I think seven. is coming to mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just going to do some bush maths here. You know, seven times four is 28 grand. We'll just call it 30 grand, right? 30 grand divided by 52 is $570 a week. And maybe we we tra- we pull down two grand a week out of the business into your personal account, set up an automatic transfer of $570 a week into the tax account because we need to get everything automated as much as possible. Yeah. And then we'll have a look at, okay, what's the mortgage? What are the bills? And the spending plan will really help you with that automation yeah. and – I would probably say the super, do you reckon the other companies are paying about seven grand a year of super for you? Maybe slightly less. I'm just trying to think. Yeah. Just, yeah. Six yeah. grand maybe. Is it quarterly? Is it quarterly that gets paid, I think? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say yeah. maybe about, yeah, six. Yeah. So I think what we need to do is, you know, 130 grand a year is your earnings we probably need to get some best practice. So you're probably putting at least 13 grand a year into your super between them and between your own contributions. Yeah. So what I'm doing in your situation being self-employed, I'm setting up as a first and foremost, an automatic payment from the main business account into the personal account every week. The only expenses that come out of that business account are business related. The only income that goes in is from the business because we need to set your spending up and your money life up because realistically, it doesn't matter if you're self-employed or work down the road at Woolworths or Coles or at the cafe, everyone has an income. Everyone has a mortgage or everyone has rent. So people you know, end up being sloppy with their spending and their structures because they think being self-employed, it's different, but it's actually not. So what I'm probably doing is for the next three months, your only financial reason for living is to get all your accounts automated. I hadn't even thought of the, I hadn't even thought about the tax one because I guess because I work it out because it comes like one week it can be this, one week it can be that. 
um, you know, so then, yeah, I, I hadn't even ever sort of thought of that, that, yeah, looking at how much I'm paying in my bus, you know, how much I paid last year, working that out to be mm. weekly and then just making an automated amount. So, yeah, it, it just yeah. needs to be simple and it's, it's okay if at the end of the year, you know, there's a bit of leftover money in there and, and all that. And then what I'd probably say as well, the mortgage, when you refinance that out of Homestart, the mortgage broker may be able to set up an offset account and you can use that offset account as your main cash hub. Yeah. And then you might be able to have other offset accounts. But I realistically think we need to pause all savings until you can get some type of emergency fund up to, you know, and your emergency fund might need to be 10 or 12 grand, right? Yeah. What I'm probably doing, that home fund, and I know that it can take some time, you know, once you get settled in a place and quarterly strata, but there shouldn't really be any major surprises and you should be able to factor into the strata stuff into your spending. So I'm probably saying, well, we have one account with emergency fund and that other home account with six grand, we just move that six grand into the emergency fund account. So you got $7,300 in there today. Like that's the first bit of your emergency fund. Probably keep the holiday thing there for now because you're about to go in a, you know, for what, two yeah. months, bit under, bit over, whatever, to Cambodia. So we want to make sure we're cash heavy for there. But yeah, as I said, I reckon a lot of your day-to-day problems and the feeling of not getting ahead can be solved with structure and automation and the Glenn James Spending Plan online course that, you know, I'll, I'll send you um, will solve a lot of that. Now, you talked uh, and tell me we can edit it out, but before we press record, you talked about the ADHD thing and can't concentrate. Okay. And some of the, when you were talking um, about the know, plan before and I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's funny because when you're just saying structure before, structure is what I need. Um, it's 100% what I need. Yeah. Um, I'm in the worst possible job structure for someone with ADHD, but I love it and mm. It is, and it, I earn more money doing it this way too. So, um, but it is a, when you said the plan for us, I was like, oh gosh, I'm going to have to remember to do that and I'm going to have to try and focus on doing that. And, um, and that can be yeah. really hard. And it's also that impulsiveness as well around like, oh, I'm just going to do this or I'm just going to spend this. And yeah, I mean, are you medicated or sometimes, or is it more of that social? I know I can't probably got you know, undiagnosed ADHD, where is that at on that spectrum? Yeah. So I am diagnosed and I do take medication, um, yep. but it is still that like it's uh, two years two years into diagnosis or 18 months and we're yep. still sort of getting that med right yep. that um, even now it's like two o'clock and uh, I am I can feel the med starting to sort of run out and my attention span. And as we started to, I told you I had to take my watch off and turn yep. my phone over because I will be distracted that. So <laughs> it's funny, like I built the Glenn James spending plan around me and, you know, everything I see here and looking at you is basically the equivalent of me in Adelaide. You know what I mean? Like, but without the structure. So I would probably say, Leanne, your life is summed up. I do okay. I get what I want. It's all good. It just is sloppy. Like that's basically you, right? Yeah, that is a hundred percent. Yeah, and like if, you know, you wanted a new kayak and it was a grand, oh, I'll make it happen within the week, done. Like there's no, yeah, it's just impulsive. Yep, yeah, can do that. It can be impulsive. It can be planned. It's just a bit of chaos. And having the Glenn James spending plan and that structure, what it does, it removes Leanne from the process. 
And um, that will like hugely um, change your life. And we can factor in strata and all that to the spending plan. Yeah. Okay. So that's, you know, I reckon that's my main diagnosis. And off the back of having good structure, I want you to pick a goal. And if that goal is after June, before the end of the year, I need to book in another international trip or another trip, two weeks, two grand, whatever. Like you've got the money. And what I, I guess what I'm seeing is if we can get some structure and the reason I say book another trip in, cause I just, I do want you to have some type of financial goal, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where I'm a bit at the moment around. That's, I, I, I think that's the biggest thing for me because I was saving for the property mm. and, and so that was the goal, you know, and so that was all the money was going into that. I've got that now. And I'm yeah, paying, now you're just treading water. Yeah. yeah. And I'm paying extra on my mortgage. So, yeah. and now I'm like, what do I do now? Yeah, yeah. So what I would probably say as well, when you do the spending plan, don't, I want you to just factor in the minimum monthly payments on the mortgage. Okay. I don't want you to pay any more on the mortgage than the minimum because the focus is getting everything set up and automated. Okay. That's, that's the focus. Yeah. We do that for a few months, get the mortgage refinanced. Um, I'll send you a, a link to get some insurances underway. I will, uh, I don't have a solicitor in Adelaide, but any garden variety uh, lawyer in Adelaide, get the wills, get the um, power of attorney set up. And then, yeah, I really think once you start to have your structures in control, it will actually allow you to go, oh, I'm seeing progress. And once you start to see, you know, that account automatically increase. So I'll be transparent here. I've got a savings account. You know, you've got your travel account. I've got an account called Gifts, Clothes, Holidays, Christmas and Boat, right? Every week, I put a couple of hundred dollars into that account. It's actually $350 a week I put into that account, right? It's automatic, just ticks along. I'm going to Bali in June. I can just go to that account, grab a couple of grand, throw it in my spending account, done, I'm in Bali. Yeah. Oh, the frigging boat needs a service. Well, they're a ripoff, that's a grand, like done. So just seeing that build up each week and being automated, it changes your life and you will get progress. So what I'm probably thinking as well, given that you've got 20 grand sitting there that's accounted for tax and super, right? Yeah. We need to speak to the mortgage broker because, and this is where a bit of strategy and a hop, skip and a jump might come into it. Do we have a look at the coming couple of months and see what our tax liability is each quarter? Do we possibly take, if we need 10 grand, from that account, put into the home to refight, to get the LVR lower, to get a better overall deal, set up some offset accounts. And then we have a tax offset account. So that money saving against that offset account for tax stays there each quarter until it's paid. That's an option. Um, but I just want you to speak to the broker and um, just find out, you know, because you are cash heavy in terms of, you know, that 20 grand sitting there. Yeah. Even if it is, I'm pausing a couple of months of super repayments until like, you know, if the mortgage broker says, oh, you really need another six grand or whatever to make this mortgage thing work. All right, well, let's just, you're self-employed. There's no legislative requirement to pay that $500 a month to super. Yeah. 
if the broker's like, look, if you can pull together another few grand, I'm 100% pressing pause on super for a few months. Yeah. Like you've got a really good super balance for your age. It's healthy. That's good to hear. Um, I, that was that was a surprise that I wasn't. I had not sort of sure about that one. So that was really good to hear. Yeah. Twice. Well, actually, are you on Instagram? Yes. Yeah. Have a look at the My Millennial Money Instagram post. We put up a post the other day, and this was from 1920. So it's a you know a few years old now. But the average super amounts are 35 to 45 years old. 107 grand for male, 76 grand for female, and the median is 80 and 53. So you're well ahead. Of, you're acting like a 54-year-old male when it comes to super. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I wasn't sort of, I guess, because I, I spent so, like I spent sort of years like, traveling overseas and sort of stuff like that. So I kind of, yeah. So it's, mm. I've kind of looked at a few things before and, yeah, and they've kind of said, yeah, it was okay. But I think, yeah, sort of just chat today and you keep using it really healthy. I'm like, oh, that's... Yeah, I mean, Good to hear. Good to hear. and then what I'd probably do as well, get the structure happening. Your only financial focus for the next three months is to get some automated structure happening. And then you'll see, because, so what I do in the spending plan, even if you get paid in your main business account fortnightly for some supplies, monthly and weekly, the money's coming at all different frequencies, right? Yeah. Like my business. But every Friday, I pay myself from the business account to my personal account, the same amount every week. And in the business account, it's a bit of a float. So yeah, I, I think you're in a really good position. You know, you're about to commence the second half of your life like me. So what are we doing for the next 25 years? Well, what we're doing is getting this structure set up because we need to know how much money you've legitimately got left over. Yeah. And I don't actually know that and you don't either. I don't like either. if I said to you, how much money do you have spare each month? And this is this is my thing of being that sort of that self-employed too, is that like I just have that, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll just take more out of the business account, you know, or. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean. You know, if I've got my getting my hair done tomorrow. I've just, you know, I'll, you know, I'll just put more into there. And it's just like, no, you can't. Yeah. You can't keep. And, and, I, and I've been there before, like, yeah. uh, you know, getting my business kind of off the ground and started when I was pulling my uh, weekly salary out of the business, right? Just until I had some structure, I wasn't quote unquote saving any money. I was just drawing enough money to live off and to keep the wheels greased, the cogs greased. Yeah. And then, you know, all right, time for a holiday. Okay. Money in the business account. I'll pull out a couple of grand. But I've since changed that because you and me know if there's cash there and there's no structure, we'll use it. Yeah. So it's just about getting that structure. So look, that's what I'm pretty much suggesting in your instance, you know, because the ADHD thing, we just need to make sure if you have a blowout, it's not a $2,000 blowout, it's a $200 blowout. Yeah. Yeah. And I would encourage you to budget, you know, quarterly or monthly hair or whatever you do, right? You've got enough money, but you know, <laughs> I'm just thinking, so 130, I'm just bringing up. Yeah, so basically 130 grand a year, that's basically $1,800 a week after tax. That's what you'll be effectively budgeting on. So what you might do is when you do the Glen James spending plan on the first tab where it says income, right? Put $1,800 a week there. I was probably a bit off when I made the suggestion to do that. Uh, from the business account, maybe we transfer. And that's probably, let's 
as a starting point, this is what I'm probably doing, just transferring $1,500 a week out of the business account into your personal life. Do the Glenn James spending plan based on the $1,500 a week. Let the money for tax build up in the business account just for three months. And I wouldn't even um, factor in super yet as well because I just want to get you started in automation thing. And then we can slowly, once the structure and the automation set up, then we can start um, doing that. But you'll see when you watch the videos, um, you just have to have a system that's automated and that works for you. Yeah. And that's the hard thing. But I think also when I get, like, as I said to you before, I was like, I was terrible. I was absolutely terrible with money. Um, Mm. But now like I go the other way of like, now I'm you know, especially with that, the house one, I'm like, well, I need that there. Like I've got to have money there for the house. Like I don't want to end up in this situation. Like I don't I need to have this one um, mm. that, yeah, that I've sort of gone that other way. But then there's the other side of that too, where I'm like, oh, well, you've, outside of that, you still have, you know, disposable income. Yeah, totally. So look, as I said, there's not much structurally I would change other than the habits and the automation and then start to in terms of direction and not having any goals, let's make a goal between June and December. One of your goals is to do another trip. And why not? Like, yeah, <laughs> you don't have, do you have pets? No. No. So whatever, like organize it two weeks away. If you need to throw someone in for two weeks to house sit, you know, the sec, you're probably sitting in the second room of the house now, but like, I don't know, just you can do whatever you want. You got options. I know. That's, <laughs> But we just need some structure to get you there. Yes, that's that's it. Yes, that's why I'm here today. That's why I'm here yeah. today. Yeah. And then let's get your emergency fund up to 12, 15 grand, whatever that is. And then over the next six months or so, while you are getting that uh, automation muscle happening, we'll really start to know how much you actually cost to exist to wake up in the morning and then how much you've got left over. And then with that leftover amount, then we say, okay, what are we doing with the investing? And we maybe, you know, see a financial advisor. That leftover amount, after we've factored in some other goals, do we put that into super on top of what you're paying? Do we set up a other investment account? Do we go and buy another investment property? So that's kind of secondary to getting you to a strong base camp. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Cool. So... Before we go, any final questions, comments, concerns, complaints? No, no, definitely no complaints. No, it's, no, it's been, this is, it's exactly what I needed. And I think also talking to someone about it sort of really exposes you and you kind of go, oh, wow, that's what it is. And, you know, and yeah, it's, uh, no, it's been brilliant. It's exactly what I needed, exactly what I needed. Awesome. Well, I'm going to send you an email, um, a link to the spending plan, I'll send you an email to SkyWealth. I'll copy you in. You can book in a call just to review all your insurances, get that because we need to factor that into your budget as well. Yeah. Um, because the last thing we want is your income to ever stop. Speak with your mortgage broker. You know, If you talk to the broker and say, look, I want to refinance out of Homestart. Ideally, perhaps can we talk about an offset account? Can I get in again? with my profession and my degree without having to pay LMI? Do I need to hop, skip, jump, have a bit of a hot shoe shuffle and all that stuff? Maybe throw 20 grand at the home temporarily between tax cycles and all this stuff, press pause on super for 10 minutes, all that stuff. Because I think 
the biggest priority is getting out of that, you know, 8% interest rate. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Um, yeah. Each time that they put it up, I'm like, oh no, you know, it's a... And they kind of do that on purpose because they don't want you in it forever, yes, in the long term. Yeah. And, and it's also like the government's not going to give anything away for free. You know, it's a, I, and I understand that it's a, mm. you know, it's, it's helped me, it helps them, you know, and in, and in the meantime, yeah, I do have to pay that high interest rate. Um, but as I said, it got me into the market and i I felt that if, it didn't, it was going to be a lot harder later on as well. So, yeah. and then, yeah. yeah, especially when they changed it to 3% and no LMI, um, mm. that was like, wow. Yeah, got you. And and I get that. Like it, to have a home and not renting, yeah. it does change the feeling of your life. And, you know, a lot of people rent and that's fine. But if you're in a position to be able to have a house um, that you can't be evicted from, uh, it just does feel really good. So are you happy in a couple of months to send Rach an audio message update of anything that you've changed or implemented? Yeah, yeah. And then what we'll do, we'll, at the end of the episode, we'll play the update because we won't put this episode up just yet and we'll play this episode and then an audio message with an update. If you have changed anything, if you've changed and you relapsed into old you or whatever that is, just to make it a little bit more um, interesting for people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As long as she reminds me. <laughs> yep, we, we will remind you. So, All right, Leanne from Radelaide, thank you so much for having a focus chat with me today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Glenn, it's Leanne, just providing my update since we've spoken. Um, the very first thing I did was pay off my credit card. Very first thing, got that done and dusted. Um, it's one of those things, I felt a bit silly later on going, why did I just do it before? I've also got a meeting next week to find out the results of the income insurance. So thank you so much for that. That was something I really needed to push with. I've automated my tax account, um, which has been great. Again, one of those things, I think it's just that little bit of guidance um, seemed so easy and so simple. And you kind of go, why didn't I think of that? So I'm working on the will, that's in the process. So very, very grateful for the time that um, I had with you. It really did sort of give me that guidance that I was looking for with my financials. So I'm about halfway through the program that you gave me. Again, that ADHD brain, just, you know, I go, oh, something else, but I'll, um, 
definitely get back to that. But yeah, again, thank you so much. It's been really fantastic. We acknowledge the Awabakal people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respects to their elders past, present and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports a variety of charities, and we encourage you to consider giving as part of your overall financial strategy. If you would like some giving options, or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to mymillennial.money forward slash charities for more info. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement, target market determination, and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, and Glenn James are authorized representatives of Money Sherpa Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289.